Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Central. How are you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes and welcome to Tech Radio with all the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, as well as our show on air with RTE and online via the website or your favourite podcasting app, we keep you up to date with all things tech every day with hourly updates and daily newsletters which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie Now of course, uh, this weekend, Bank Holiday weekend, we're getting into the height of the summer season, so uh, just uh, having a little refresh of our top 10 must-have travel tech items and joining me to talk about it is our editor-in-chief Niall Kitson. Uh, Niall, I had a couple of ideas uh, but uh, me being a very practical kind of a person <laughs> yeah, the first things the first things that I never ever travel without are uh, Dropbox. Okay. Oh, here's the thing. Yeah. Do you have a premium Dropbox account or just a regular no, one? No, I've just got a regular one. It's two gigs or whatever it happens to be. I think it's five gigs to start, I think. Something like that. But I yeah. have a copy of my passports and uh, driver's license. And uh, I would also put my boarding cards for the airplane and itinerary and whatever else that it is that I need. I just oh, kind of keep oh, in there. On, on the subject of, of boarding passes and itineraries and all that kind of thing. Uh, I was using both the Aer Lingus app and the Ryanair apps recently. And um, yeah, having having the little QR code is fantastic. That's it. They have found their niche. Just just airports. That'll do. Absolutely. Have to, I, I will wholeheartedly go with that because initially I was kind of, oh, no, don't make me do this. But I had to do it with British Airways on, 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 on one trip. It was the only way I could use the uh, the boarding card. And I, and then I was converted after that. So that's yep. all that I use. Like, you know, well, I tell you, I was traveling uh, with my mom and uh, we both had uh, we had both boarding passes on my phone, on one phone. And it uh, worked just fine um, because we we were trying to play it safe. We we had a printout and uh, it didn't didn't work for us for some reason. But the um, the QR codes that I had saved in my phone were just dandy. So um, yeah, to- totally recommend them. Excellent. All right. Well, there we go. So Dropbox, uh, the airline apps as well. The other thing that I never leave home without is a plug board, which sounds like such a sim- two simple things, right? Uh, that you would not normally think of. One is a plug board, and you get your adapter then for the uh, for our Irish plug at the end of it to wherever you're in Europe or Australia or the states or whatever. And it means you can just use all your own electronics and charge up all your own electronics as normal. And also grab a multi USB charger, something that you can plug into that plug board, and you can charge three, four, five different. USB things at the same time save so much, so much trouble. Ah, well, here's here's a, a great uh, advancement in technology that will annoy you no end. Uh, USB-C hubs. A whole new industry unto itself is 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 arriving with us with the advent of USB-C because it's all it's only one port, um, but you know one port a million uses at the same time. Uh, I think they're starting at I think you get a reasonable one on Amazon for around thirty euro. But um, I'm personally my plug board of choice is a, a box. It's actually a surge protector. It's got three um, three plugs and four USB ports. All in the one plug board. All in the one plug board, yeah. You were a step ahead of me already. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Why, what what did you have... uh have uh, in mind? I can't remember. It was just a multi the thing that you plug into the wall and it's got uh, three USB uh, outputs on it so we were able to charge all the phones at the same time which was fantastic. 
Um, yeah, very useful. Yes, I must, I must upgrade my plug board now. And, uh, and actually, I've kind of gone one step further because instead of bringing the adapter, because generally I will travel around Europe. So what I did was I bought a European plug and I snipped off the Irish one and I just wired on the European plug onto this thing. So uh, that, that sounds incredibly dangerous. <laughs> No, it's not. I've got another tip for you as well, uh, which costs you uh, practically nothing, but can save you hundreds of euro. Okay, I'm listening. A Ziploc plastic bag. Okay, that is that is ridiculous. That is a terrible suggestion. Okay, sell, sell me on it. Well, it's very simple. It's just when you're down on the beach with your phone, you stick your phone in it and it protects it from the water and the sand and all kinds of things. And sometimes you're able to use the, uh, the phone through it or you just take the phone out when you need to use it. Yeah, I don't I don't see how that's worthy of an entire unit on our top 10. But anywho, <laughs> give me another one. And then just on the practical, we get into all the fun stuff now in a second. Uh, but then the other practical side of things is uh, is a USB memory stick. And particularly if you're using one of these uh, Chromebooks or something like that that doesn't have a lot of um, uh, memory on it. And uh, the USB memory stick is the other thing that I would stick my passports and IDs on as well, just to have another backup. Oh, do, do you have a, a preferred scanning uh, app or do you just use your um, printer? Uh, do you know what I use for scanning? Uh, and I do have a, sorry, I'm taking out my phone now uh, under, and it's called Cam Scanner. Right, right. And, and, and I love this it. just works off your um, smartphone. Yeah, you just take a little photograph with your phone and then it will see the edges of the document. So it'll crop it automatically to that. And then you convert it to either what they call magic color uh, okay. or grayscale. Or you can just have it as a, as black and white, which is what I usually do. So it looks like a, a photocopy. And you know what? It works brilliantly. Yeah, I use one called uh, Genius Scan and that will scan to a PDF. And so will mine. There you go. Very, very useful things to have, I have to say. <laughs> there we go. So listen, that, that, that's the boring old practical kind of stuff. So we're all sorted. We're on our way. We're arriving in some hot country for some well-deserved blue skies and sunshine. Um, but of course, you need to keep in touch with everybody at home. You want to keep in t- uh, be able to make phone calls while you're away, uh, make reservations or whatever it is you're going to do. The big question is, do you take your massively expensive smartphone with you in case it gets uh, nicked or do you take the smartphone with you or the big question is if you're going to be hanging out on the beach do you really want to take a iPhone or a Samsung or something like that that's worth nearly a thousand euro and leave it in that dirty environment but so, you have your Ziploc bag Dusty well there you go that's, that's, <laughs> that's why I bring it or the other thing that I do actually sometimes when I'm travelling is uh, I usually have kind of like a, uh, what I would call a burner phone that I'm able to just swap the SIM card into mm-hmm. and uh, it would be either an older phone that I would have had from a couple of years ago or what I did recently was I bought one of those little Vodafone smartphone thing I think it's like 40 quid or something like that mm. and it does the trick great and it means that if you're out and you get pickpocketed or you drop the phone or sand gets in it, it drops into water like who cares okay i i actually have some thoughts on this that might surprise you and and, and some of it actually comes from experience that i had traveling gosh nearly 10 years ago now and i had a, at the time i had a really good smartphone um and uh, i arrived in the states and of course it wouldn't work because of the uh, because of the bands Mm. broadcasting on the on a wrong band for my for my phone um so i was kind of without phone um and yet i found it kind of liberating because i actually had to enjoy the moment instead of feel the need to record it uh or what have you so um for for that reason alone so you can actually enjoy your holiday i suggest be bringing 
a rubbish phone without a data connection. Okay. Which sort of flies in the face of, you know, have your favorite apps like Dropbox uh, and uh, uh, Netflix and Spotify and whatnot. Mm. But I maintain that you should you should not bring a good phone on holiday. Um, you should just bring a rubbish phone on holiday or a very basic phone on holiday. For which I would recommend the uh, returned Nokia 3310. Yay! <laughs> or anything that costs less than 20 quid with no screen on it. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the new 3310, you'll, you'll pick one up for about 85 euros. Uh, it's, still a, it's still a new phone. It'll have decent reception on it. And uh, yeah, it is what it is. And then the other thing you could do if you really wanted to is you could take your, your iPhone or your good, your good smartphone with you, but you could leave it in the safe in the hotel where you're staying or, or whichever it is, uh, and then just bring the, uh, uh, the burner phone with you when you're out and about on the streets. Yep. yep and because totally all, all of those smartphones will work just on Wi-Fi on their own. Yeah. Yeah. So that's handy. Uh, what about now if we want to go for something a little bit bigger? Uh, we're getting into the whole laptop, phablet uh, kind of an area. Uh, would you bring a laptop with you on holidays? Um, would I bring a laptop? Have I brought a laptop? Um, I haven't, but... Because I, 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 whenever, whenever I go somewhere, I'm usually visiting someone I know, so uh, I, I wouldn't really need one, but... If I was to go somewhere, I, sorry, I tell a lie. I have been places where I was meeting someone uh, and I brought an iPad because all I needed was very basic functionality and um, that was it. Yeah, I didn't, didn't need anything remarkable. Well, they are handy to bring with you because not only have you got uh, the functionality of it, but they're also an entertainment centre as well because you can watch your, your videos on them. Well, this is it. And this is, this is where, you know, off, offline um, access becomes really, really important. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, you can, you can, uh, it's really just for the, for the, the journeys themselves, isn't it really? So you don't go absolutely yeah. mad. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I find kind of with the smaller laptops, like the 13 inch uh, laptops, like I would use a, a MacBook Air. And normally when I'm flying, as soon as that seatbelt sign goes off, bam, the, uh, the laptop is out and I'm watching a movie and it makes the entire flight just zip by. And, yeah. and, I, and seeing as, as the, the laptop ban isn't happening in the States, it means hmm. that you can actually you know watch stuff on on the plane yeah and it's even handier then to use a to use a tablet or if you've got a, a large phone or something like that for uh, for watching a movie on um but yeah I, I would bring my macbook air if i was going on holidays or if i didn't have a macbook air on the pc side of things i think uh, one of those asus sem books look really really nice i would definitely like one of those uh okay so so here's the thing right mm-hmm. given given the choice would you invest in an affordable laptop or something like a Chromebook? Uh, I don't know. You see, I have my laptop uh, and I'm happy to take it with me on holidays. So, no, I wouldn't invest in anything. And I would be not inclined to invest in a Chromebook because you absolutely have to have a Wi-Fi connection in order for those things to work. But I see the sense in having a Chromebook. So, so yes, you've caught me on the app. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually saying the words, I don't know. <laughs> well, to do, you, do you know what would probably fill the space you're describing very well? And what? you'll get annoyed at me for saying this. One. Do you, do you remember the netbook? Do you remember the Asus EPC? Oh, I do. Oh, wow. You're going back in time now. 
something like that. Scary, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Something circa like circa two thousand and eight. Something. But I, I tend to bring. A, I've got a Samsung tablet as well, which I love. Uh, and if I only wanted to watch movies and stuff like that, I would just use that. Uh, but because I like, you know, keeping touch by email and stuff like that, I find it happy, happier to have uh, the uh, laptop. More on entertainment in a second. But the other uh, second most essential thing when you're traveling, though, of course, is money. Yes. Yeah. And, and a new feature that was announced just, just this week. Um, I, I guess, you know, it's, it's not a new technology, but the, the execution is, is kind of new. If you have a PayPal account, you're probably used to it integrating with the likes of Siri and I think it integrates with Outlook as well. And they've just announced uh, a deal with Skype. So you will be able to send and receive money via PayPal, uh, through Skype, which is a, which is a, a handy little, um, facility to have mm. I suppose you could say and also a little tip if you're using your bank card if you're using your bank card just to take money out of the hole in the wall uh, anyway in Europe it costs you exactly the same as it would in Ireland which for most people is probably free using their ATM mm-hmm. uh, or if you're going to use it in the States or in Australia or around Asia and stuff like that it's actually the best and most economical way of doing your currency exchange is to wait until you get to the country and then take money out you are charged a considerable amount by the bank for the transfer with minimum fees and stuff like that. Uh, but the trick is, is to take a couple of hundred out in cash. Okay. Which is the kind of thing that I would do. Now, now everybody's going to line up and mug me when I'm on my holidays. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but that, that is generally uh, what I would do. I'd do, you know, take out whatever, five, six hundred in, uh, in cash in the local currency. And that is the best way. You save a fortune on, uh, on currency charges that way. Oh, okay, um, right. All right. Listen, let's get into the uh, uh, the entertainment side of things. Uh, I would say probably top of my list. Mm, uh, th- th- there's just so many things. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, do you know what? Still, the best present that I have been bought in the last ten years is the Amazon Kindle. Yeah, yeah, and and you you know I've I've become a, a reluctant convert to the Kindle cause. Because at home, uh, I used to have what I would call a reading stack of shame. Just, you know, books that had built up over the course of a few years that uh, I had to get around to. Thankfully, I'm at the bottom of said stack. And um, when it is done, I will be moving on to Kindle. Purely, purely for space saving reasons. But those are good reasons all the same. They are very good, especially when you're traveling, because uh, I remember when I first started going on holidays uh, 100 years ago, uh, mm. you would take two or three books with you and the size of them getting into your suitcase. Uh, whereas now you can fit it all into that little slim little, little Kindle. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah. The paper white version is the version to go for. It's got a better screen and uh, it's got a backlight as well. About 140 quid down in Tesco. I think you, you'll pick one up there. Uh, uh, well, let, let me let me add an addendum to that. Go on. Kindles are actually one of the few devices that if you get one second hand functionally it doesn't really make that big of a difference and well why would it well a a lot can be made of the quality of the screen and Mm -hmm. how much easier it is to to use or you know cellular connectivity or things like that it doesn't really matter a Kindle is a Kindle as far as I'm concerned. It's not like, you know, uh, an iPad where you have, you know, iOS being updated forever. No, a Kindle is a nice single-use device. You don't need to upgrade the software. It is what it is. True. 
Uh, for music, of course, now uh, you're into the whole portable speakers and the headphone side of things. Um, now, I'm a music guy and I love my music, but believe it or not, I tend to just uh, take one of these little, you know, balls, uh, uh, USB speaker kind of things. Oh, right. And that's it. And you're able to extend it out and you get a nice little bass uh, uh, thing off. And it's fine because I just like to have something on in the back, in the background while I'm in the apartment when I'm on holidays and stuff like that. Or yeah. if I'm going to the beach, I'm not the type to blare my music and entertain the entire beach. I just like to have something playing quietly uh, beside mm. me. So one of those does me absolutely fine. But there are other big ones from uh, JBL and stuff like that that uh, people recommend. There's loads of stuff online about uh, what to take with you. Uh, and then on the headphones side of things, if you're going on a long trip uh, on an airplane, the, uh, the noise cancelling headphones are great. Okay. Now, for anyone that's listening who doesn't know how noise cancelling works... Can you explain it? Well, essentially what it does, essentially what it does is it listens. There's a microphone on the headphones and it listens to the sound that is happening outside of your headphones. And then what it will do is it will play that sound, but invert it. All right. Okay. Through the headphones. And what happens is, is that when you have an inversion thing in process is that one cancels out the other. So you don't hear anything. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you basically have a sound wave with dips and troughs and whatever, and you exactly. create and another it sound wave it with the exact opposite of those dips and troughs. And when they collide, bam, nothing, nothing, and that that gives you space for your music, and that gives you space for your music, uh, or, or even do you know what? It's quite relaxing, especially if you're on a long flight, to just listen to one of those uh, waves or those meditation things, or just some really like classical music or stuff. I, I really sound like an old man doing that. <laughs> but, but when you want to well, just sit back and just close your eyes for like a half an hour, an hour, or something like that, it's it's quite nice. Well, guess which profession was kind of at the front line when it came to testing noise-cancelling headphones? You probably know this anyway. But. Uh, I'm guessing uh, disc jockeys or airline pilots. Yeah, you're correct, actually. Airline pilots, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they all use uh, when they're in the cockpit anyway. Hmm. Because they're able to hear air traffic control all the uh, all the more clear, and you see all these pilots that walk around with their their Bose headphones and stuff like that. It is it is hilarious in a, in a way, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> uh, the other one that I've uh, heard recommended, I, I tried them out once and they were nice. I don't have a pair myself, but the uh, the Bose QC thirty five noise cancelling headphones are, are very good, but they're three hundred quid, which uh, is probably why I don't. Well, that is them. the thing with noise cancelling headphones. You re- you know, if you're on a budget, you're going to struggle. Mm. Uh, very true, very true. On to other things entertainment related. Now, uh, if you have your Netflix account, my experience again from traveling all around Europe is I'm able to use Netflix wherever I am in Europe and in the States. I've never had a problem. Uh, and the same with Spotify as well. And the good thing about both of those things is that now you're able to download content for offline viewing or offline listening onto your phone or onto your device. So make sure you stock up on a, on a movie or two or uh, your favorite TV show or download your favorite. I mean, Spotify will let you download load up to 3,000 tracks. Yeah. Well, here's the thing on Netflix, right? Maybe it's not such a good idea to stock up before you go, depending on where you're traveling to, because the catalog is always different. So I know the EU is making uh, moves to make sure that there is only a European catalog uh, for Netflix. But if you go to the States or if you go to Canada, apparently Canada has the best catalog, um, show up, download what you want on site. 
If you have the Wi-Fi connection, I would do if, both. If you have the Wi-Fi. I would do both. <laughs> I would stock up for the trip there, and then I would stock up again when I'm there. <laughs> mm. The one that, uh, that I am really excited about uh, this year, uh, which I'm going to do, I did it years ago. It was uh, one of those Apple products. and Oh, my God, it drove me nuts. Um, but you're able to do it so much easier and so much faster now, is to bring a Wi-Fi travel router. And the idea is, is that these things are tiny. They're like only two inches by two inches. Uh, and I'm going to get one this week uh, from TP-Link. And they're only 50 quid. And essentially what you do is you can plug it into the, uh, a power source or you can use USB if you want as your power source. And then you plug it into the wired network connection in the apartment you're staying in or the hotel you're staying in. And then it automatically gets itself set up. And then you've got Wi-Fi, your own Wi-Fi for all your devices. So if okay, you Okay, so does that mean you don't need to worry about hotel passwords, that kind of thing? Exactly. If you're coming across a hotel password, you would plug it in and then on one of your devices you put in your password, uh, and then all of your devices will work without having to put it in on every single one. That's a nice little convenience, yeah. It's a great convenience because and especially if you're going to be doing one of these trips where you're travelling and staying a few days one place and then a few days the next place and then you just plug this thing in and everything works because it's your Wi-Fi router that you're connecting to all the time hmm. and then the uh, the other reason where i'm going to use that uh, at home is because i like to use a chromecast ah yes yes and you see with chromecast will automatically go through the dns the google dns servers so if you want to access stuff that may be shot i don't want to use the word illegal but you know where I'm going. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, you, you can't do it through the Chromecast very easily because it's, you can't change the DNS settings in, in, in the Chromecast. However, mm. if you are able to do some kind of a change on the router itself, so if you connect the Chromecast to your own Wi-Fi router and make the changes on the router, well, then you're sorted and you're able to access, you know, BBC iPlayer or you're able to Hulu or whatever it is from the States that you want to do. So that's the other reason I'm going to go out and buy one and, uh, and test it out. And I just test it, Dusty, not let it become a lifestyle choice. Or I, anything. I would never do that. I would never do that. I'm happy to pay my subscription. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Let's get into our final section, which is the uh, tech too far. Tech too far. Things that, you know, you're, you're probably a bit sad if you bring on holidays with you. Is that is that what we're talking are, about? Are we on the... Uh, yes, exactly. Let's start off with a kind of a gentle one. And that's a selfie drone. Have you you seen selfie any drone. of these? That sounds ridiculous. Well, it's true. And you can spend hundreds. Or I saw one on Amazon for $22 uh, called the RC Helicopter. And it, it's enough. It will fly 20 meters away from you. Uh, and it's got a flying time of like, you know, five minutes or, or something like that. And the idea is, I think from what I could see, is that you attach your phone to it and then you can take straight down photos with this uh, 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 selfie drone. Okay, that'd be, that, that could be quite nice if you had uh, maybe a Samsung uh, 360 camera on it or something. Oh, or stick a GoPro or something like that on it. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. You know, but I have a thing about putting expensive cameras or phones onto a 22-year-old thing that flies in the air. Well, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> I'd be a little bit worried about it. But the more expensive ones that you get uh, have got the camera already built in and will record stuff onto an SD card or it'll stream mm. it to your phone or something like that. So they're, they're kind of handy. Do you know what? If it was 22 bucks... I'll get one for the crack and just try it out, like you know. Um, but it's 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 not a big thing for me. And one thing that I would like to get, and it is absolutely ridiculous. I call them uh, uh, what do I call them? Scoot cases. 
It's a mixture, a scoot case. It's a mixture of a scooter and a suitcase. Oh, God, that sounds completely ridiculous. I've seen them and they look ridiculous. And at the same time, you're going, that's kind of handy. <laughs> well, I, I guess it's is this mostly for airport use or something like that? A lot if of people, you've got a long way to go to your gate. Yeah, a lot of people would use it for uh, for airports. But I've, I've seen people about town uh, on them. And essentially what it is, you can look at it this way. It's like a, a small travel sized uh, suitcase, as in the one you can bring on board on the plane. And it's got the backboard of a scooter uh, attached to it. So that when you arrive at your destination, you flip it down and you're able to put your feet onto the scooter and then just scoot along to your, your next plane or your destination or whatever it happens to be uh, and the one of them was designed by a DJ one of these internationally trained and travelling DJs and includes a Bluetooth speaker <laughs> oh god so you, you could have like you know Ride of the Valkyries or something like that as you arrive on your <laughs> now that would be fantastic wouldn't it so I think uh, yeah that, that could be a little bit of fun though. I don't think I would I would have the nerve to actually uh, use one but I've seen a lot of uh, electric scooters around without any suitcase attached they're just electric scooters and people hop up on them and boom off, off, off they buzz it's, it's, it's quite fun um, the other most ridiculous thing it's kind of ridiculous but the, you know know the, the age i am i actually find this very useful it's a uh, it's, it's it's the world's smallest steam iron oh come on dusty you're cooler <laughs> than that <laughs> do you know what when you travel a lot and you're taking clothes out of suitcase and they're always crumpled and blah, blah, and they need an iron you're fed up asking for irons this thing is three inches by five inches and it's like 25 quid or something like that uh, mm. And to be able to pack that into your thing just to give it a, a, a shirt once over or something before you go out, I think that's fantastic. I would definitely invest in that. I don't care if you're going to call me middle-aged, all right? I definitely think it's a, a good thing. Uh, and then also on with the ridiculous side of things, uh, there are now uh, smart suitcases. Right. Okay. How smart exactly? Well, the one I was looking at is a uh, blue smart suitcase. It's around 300 euro. And this thing comes with a battery in it. Hmm. So you can connect your phone to the suitcase and it'll power up to six phones. It'll power your phone six times. And it also has a built in SIM card. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, with a whatever, a GSM unit or something like that. So it, it will always connect to the nearest telephone network and tell you where your suitcase is. Stunned silence. I, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> there was another one that uh, I was looking at, and actually it, they, they made a very good point, was that uh, it, it had a removable uh, lithium-ion battery on it because some airlines won't allow you to check uh, batteries in in your checked luggage. So oh, you, yeah, that's a good point. So if yeah. you get that, you're able to take that out. So that's, uh, and then there was another one I saw that has wireless charging, so the battery's in the case, and there's a special pocket for your phone, and you slip your phone in there, and it, and it just wirelessly charges it. So that's... Mm. So from, from the practical Ziploc plastic bag to a suitcase that will charge your iPhone, I, I think we've done quite well. You've, you've rocked the house this week, Dusty. <laughs> if you're heading off on holidays, uh, I think from Niall and myself, uh, from the bottom of our hearts, we would like to say we absolutely hate you. 
<laughs> there you go listen that is it for our show for this week uh, next week we've got a really really big interview which we're very excited about because Niall is uh, going to be talking to the uh, Dell EMC VP and General Manager for Ireland Ashley Keegan talking about the vision of the future and some big changes that have happened uh, internally in Dell and also looking at what life is going to be like for us mere human beings in the year 2030 and some absolutely astounding stuff in that that's next week on the programme. In the meantime, remember you can get all the Irish tech news with hourly updates, daily newsletters and more from techcentral.ie as well as our weekly tech radio show online and broadcast every Friday at 6pm on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Until next time, no matter where in the world you're going to be, from myself Dusty Rhodes and from Niall Kitson, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie Tech Radio is produced by DigitalAudioProductions.com. Tech Central.